Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tuning in to the four-time award-winning POET Radio. This is award-winning voices behind the pins. This is your girl, Nina Purple, man. It's another Monday fun day. And we're going to get it in tonight. We're going to have fun. We have a very, very special uh, feature here tonight. They're the real deal. He has won uh, three, actually three awards uh, in this year's 2020 National Spoken Word Awards show. Uh, he came, took three of them, them, them pretty trophies home. I was like, okay, cool beans. So we're going to have him on the show tonight, and he's going to, you know, do a little commentary for us and talk about his uh, awards and you know how blessed he is and how you know much fun he had at the show. So we're gonna uh get into that. And what we're gonna do now is we're gonna bring in our hosts. I see our hosts are on the line. Hold on, I'm gonna bring our hosts in. Hey brother O. Hey, hey brother how you doing? I'm fine. Hey, how, how are you? Doing? I'm fine, how are you? I'm doing good. That's I'm good. Going that's well. good. Thanks, that's good. Thanks. That's good. Uh, we got ice on the line. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I think this is another host. Hold on one second. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hello, hello. Mrs. Hello. Uh, Mrs. Analog Soul in the building. <laughs> hey, hi. How are hey, you? Hey, I am wonderful. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you're wonderful. So, um, yeah. So we're going to, first of all, we're going to do like we do every week because it's been a week since we have talked to you guys. So, you know, let's find out how your week been and how you've been and how's your day been and, you know, all the other good stuff. So, brother, oh, we're going to start with you tonight, brother. How's, how's your, your week been? How's your day going so far? Well, my week was was uh, pretty good overall. Pretty good. Uh, I had to take care of some uh, medical related stuff last week, but I uh, heard the show last week was a good show, and I'm back this week. Okay, well, we're glad you're back. Don't ever leave, and make sure you come back every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please, yeah, please make sure you come back, sir. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna yeah. go to, yeah, make sure you do, please do, because then I'm gonna have to send the search party out for you if I don't see. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Miss yeah, Analog Soul, ma'am, how has your week been? Wonderful, wonderful. It has been very quiet and productive, which is always beautiful for me. Um, but uh, I did actually get to uh, perform at the uh, Kiera Cole's 28th uh, birthday celebration. Uh, 
Ateria uh, Coles is the uh, young woman, the, the young pregnant woman. Uh, she was a postal worker, and uh, she was she's missing. So uh, every year her family gets together in celebration, belief, and faith that they will find her. And um, I was humbled to be uh, a part of the celebration this year. So that set the tone for my week already. That is cool. That is what I saw your performance very well done. I saw that. I watched this. I watched it. Uh, yeah, I watched your live. That was that was that was awesome. I was like, well, where is this? I wanted wanted to uh, <laughs> bring me and my cane. Me and my cane. We wanted to come, but you know, but you did you did an excellent job. Job well done. You always represent real well, sis. Thank you. Appreciate that. Do my best. You are so welcome. I don't know what happened to my Facebook. Okay, me, my uh my week has been wonderful, y'all. I don't have so much fun. I don't have so much happen. Uh this week, I swear to God. Um I I I wanna say this. I have the best friends and the best family in the whole wide world. I wouldn't trade you guys for nothing. When I say I put the call out there and you all came through, I'm talking about came through for me. Man, look, I, 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 I'm so overwhelmed with joy and happiness right now. It just it's just like my mama always say, be good to those because in return, people will be good back to you. And I believe that now that I'm older, because it's just so cool to see all the love that I have for everybody. And I know it's genuine. And I know you guys truly love me and I truly love you all back. So I'm just overwhelmed. But in saying that, uh, Mr. Black Ice, how has your week this been? How's your week been since Monday? What you been up to? Uh, it was really wonderful. Um, the Atlanta tour was really wonderful being able to go down there and grace the stage um, amongst, um, you know, some of the hottest poets in, in the world, you know, down there. Um, it was just phenomenal to be received and embraced and, you know, the red carpet being rolled out for you, you know, by poets in another state, you know. So I had a wonderful time kicking it with my man Abyss, Red Storm, Tommy Bottoms, you know, uh, <clears throat> it was just a phenomenal thing. And, uh, you know, it just it's just a testament as to, you know, getting out of your own city and traveling and going different places, doing what you love to do and uh, know that um, the people there, you know, they sometimes you get more acceptance outside of your own city than you do your own city. You know what I'm saying? So. It was a wonderful thing. I also got a chance to celebrate um, the original princess of poetry, Imani Truth, her um, her 40th birthday with her. And so, you know, got a chance to do some wonderful things. Um, poet, we uh, just received our newest member, um, Brother Word. Um, phenomenal thing. So Poet is continuing to grow as well. So we've been busy. We've, we've been busy behind the scenes. We've been busy in front of the thing and scene. We got a lot of things coming up, just like the um, Kiara Coles situation um, came. They reached out, poet, we need poet there. I couldn't go because I was leaving out of town. Analog Soul represented, represented well. Um, poet has another opportunity um, for a uh, 
um, domestic violence event that's coming up um, that we're doing. And so Poet is on the move. We are open for membership. So for those who are interested in being a part of Poet and taking advantage of some of these opportunities that we have coming up, then definitely reach out to us. We are open for membership. And with that being said, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Yay, look at you, a busy body. That's what I'm talking about. Stay busy. Yes, yes, yes. Stay, man, you, like I say, we represent well, represent well, represent well. You look like you was having fun, too, in Atlanta. I saw some of your videos. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you was having a ball. Uh, so, yeah. guys, I want to say thank you for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins with an S. And we are here each and every Monday night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and 6 p.m. Pacific. Just check your state with your local time so you guys can call in on time. Make sure you watch the sh- listen to the show because we don't want you to miss some of this hotness that goes on every Monday when people call in and the poets call in. And Oh my God, you can have poetry, you can have political talks, you can have anything on here. You never know. But every Monday we have fun. And I just, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in to the award-winning uh, Voices Behind the Pens. So we are going to go into the whole speed round. I see we got some callers on the line. I see you guys. Please give me be patient. We are going to get to you as soon as possible. We're going to get to the speed, the, the whole speed round first. And then after the whole speed round, we're going to get to why we're here, which is you, the callers. And we're going to talk to our feature, uh, Daryl The Real Deal, who was a three-time award-winning uh, uh, he won, won three awards this year at the National Spoken Word Awards uh, event this year. That's that's some that's some cold stuff. He took home three awards, y'all, back to back. The man is awesome. I love him. He's a a, a great artist. So we're gonna get to him shortly. But right now we're gonna get to where we're here. We're gonna get to the uh, whole speed round. And the order is Brother O, myself, and Alok. So no, I'm sorry. Brother O, Analog Soul, myself, and then the CEO and founder of Poet, Mr. Black Ice himself. So, guys, without further ado, Brother O, the floor and the mic is yours. If I can survive having three open heart surgeries, I survive any, I can survive all that life goes in my direction. If I can survive three threatening illnesses in 2019, I can survive all the life throws in my direction. If I can survive all the dangers and perils of living as a black man in America, I can survive all the life throws in my direction. If I can survive being a victim of bullying, I can survive all the life throws in my direction. If I can survive dealing with brocks of anger and depression, I can survive all that life throws in my direction. If I can survive betrayal and the temptation of seeking revenge and retaliation for people hurting me, I can survive all that life throws in my direction. If I can survive a head-on collision that should have changed my life 23 years ago, I can survive anything that life throws in my direction. If I can survive the coronavirus pandemic, I can survive anything that life throws in my direction. If I can survive losing two of my best friends 12 days apart in the month of June, I can survive anything that life throws in my direction. If I can survive several painful breakups of relationships that shatter my heart, 
I survived anything that life throws in my direction. If I can survive the Reagan and Trump years, I survived anything that life throws in my direction. If I survived three economic recessions in my lifetime, I survived anything that life throws in my direction. If I can survive rejection, feel like the black sheep in my family, I can survive anything that life throws in my direction. If I survive the negativity of haters, doubters, and critics, and still last more than 10 years in Chicago poetry scene and win numerous awards and continue to do what I love to do, I survive anything that life throws in my direction. That's it. Peace. I live the street life because there's no place I can go. Street life is the only life I know. Street life where there's a thousand cards to play. Street life where you can play your life away. This is my urban allegory. See, I have a propensity for exquisite things, a decadent allergy to colors and shades of blue, sex appeal that I came by ethnically and honestly. Therefore, I was destined to require a dana or benefactor, if you will. You see, I've augmented the more animated parts of my anatomy. My smile is an orthodontist wet dream. My eyes, the sensual equivalent to Medusa and a physique that moves in serpentine time. Tongue silver verbiage chameleon, phantom tastes that require Maybach suitors, wicked quick-witted and skills of mm, extreme addictiveness. I have but to call, and they come in every way. Yet I fear not the demise of my feminine wiles, for my opulence is secure and earning interest at a compounded rate. My problem, you see, is more than I can bear. A hindrance to my progress, you see, his skin shines like mahogany rain. He is piss poor. And I am in love with he. Mm, mm, mm. Street life, where you can run away from time. Street life, for a nickel or a dime. Street life, where you better not get old. Street life, oh, you're gonna feel the cold. Mr. Keith. I'm scared. Well, I'm a good cop. 
I'm still scared. If the shoe fits, wear it, sir. I'm scared. As a black female in the world today by the biggest and most ruthless gang members, the cops, they still, they will kick your ass, harass you, bag you, and toe tag you. Traffic stops are not about tickets and running lights anymore. You can't even be you can't even be tucked tucked tight at night in your house anymore. You can't sell loose cigarettes. You can't buy something out the store without you thinking I'm stealing. Just because I rock the skin I'm in doesn't mean that I'm stealing. Just because I'm standing close to the corner waiting on my ride doesn't mean I'm dealing drugs. You drug our blackness through the mud. Our hearts are dried up like it. Our souls are dried up like the clay. In this, in this direct disrespect from those that are sworn to protect each other. Oops, I mean us today. We. When you were sworn in, did you take an oath to serve and protect us, the people, or your comrades that wear the blue, who are equal? History repeats itself like an old good time sequel. I'm scared for Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor. They didn't have to knock to enter into her home. When the guy yelled, you got the wrong house, they still didn't even leave them alone. She was scared. Woke up out her sleep, trying to focus and find out what's going on. They shot her eight times and killed her. Do you even know you took away a beautiful soul? Did you know that trying to hush her family up with $12 million is cold? Give her her justice. Give her her peace. Not trying to look good in the public's eye by convicting our one police. Even though he was a dick, what makes me sick is his bond was only $15,000, $1,500 to walk in. He's saving serving time for each shot that he missed five years. So you missed five and you hit eight. Say her name, Daniel. You didn't even mention her, her name not one time during the proceedings, but got on the news reading the fake ass news just fine. You said you were black. Just because you are the color doesn't mean that you are that. So brother, I'm pretty sure that you made your mom and your white friends proud. So say it loud. You're black and you're not, you're not black and you're proud. Your uncle Tom does just to reserve a seat at the mayor's table. Get your chapstick ready. Cause you are doing a lot of ass kissing, Daniel. You should have handled this case like a man. You knew the verdict six months ago. You had first hand at her case. Now you have to sleep with your bad decisions and look in the grieving mother's face. You couldn't be the change for our race, but he wanted to impress the lies and get no victory for Brianna. What a disgrace. And that's that piece. Ice got off the line by mistake, guys. We're going to have to bring them back on. So we're just going to keep going to the uh, get to the callers, which is why we're here. We're going to bring our feature on. We're going to bring our feature on. Guys, get ready. This is Daryl, the real deal. He have won three. I'm talking about three poetry awards, y'all, at the awards show. Man, he is a cold piece. So, brother, how are you, Daryl? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Can you hear me? We can hear you loud yeah. and clear. We, yeah, oh, we can hear you loud good. and clear. I didn't how know you? what phone hooked up or what, you know. I said, I'm hope you know, I didn't know yet. But I'm just glad to still be in the land of the living, you know, 
especially during this epidemic time, and um, I'm thankful that I was um, I won the award. There was some heavy competition, you know. I didn't know till that night, you know, that I was I came out a winner, and I'm thankful for all the people who voted and all of that. Yes, you, 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 man, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. You are so awesome. We always love to hear your work, man. You, you, every time you get on one of the shows, get on the stage, you always rock it. Even at the regular mics, you really do. You rock the stage. And I must tell you, my, I tip my hat off to you, brother. Job well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. so how long have you been? How long have you been like in the in like you know doing commentary? How long have you been doing it? Well, commentary is the thing that's been starting. I mean, they just coming out with. But I've been doing. I hate to even tell people how long I've been doing it because they're gonna say, "Man, how old are you?" You know. But you know, I believe when I was in high school, I was fourteen years old, my sophomore, and my teacher noticed. Somehow I wrote a poem, and she said, oh, Daryl, that was pretty good, you know. And, and you know, I couldn't do nothing good in life, and that was the only. So I said, you know what, I'm going to stick at it. And that's when I um, started writing. But I'll be, God willing, I'll be 62 in a few months. So that's a long time. But that's why they say love what you do, you know. Even if I never won the award, I love Writing and reciting poems. That's what I love to do. You know, and whether I win an award or not, I love poetry, hearing poetry, and reciting poetry. What's up, Brother Daryl? This is your brother, King Poetry Black Ice. Let's talk about when you first came on the um, on the poetry scene. Uh, what was the first set that you hit? Um, you know. What 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 was that like when you first came on the poetry scene, and when was that? Well, it was a club in Gary. You know, I'm from Gary, and Gary don't have too many things. But when I first went to the club, man, my first time on the scene, I told them my name. They all said, huh? They didn't really respect the mic. Um, I had a auntie, I mean, a sister-in-law that happened to have been there, and she said, hey, that's my brother-in-law, respect the mic. And somehow they cried down, and um, I did a piece, and then they started liking it. But And then when I was going to the poetry club, people started telling me that you funny. You need to go to a comedy club or something. And, and that's it, blah, blah. Then I met, you know, I met you. I met, you know, met a lot of people. Doing my poetry thing, good people, man, and I thank God for everybody I've met, man. That you know, doing this journey. Okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about what 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 is the process that you go through by coming up with a new piece? Because we know that you write commentary, and for those who don't know, that's on the line. This is the king of commentary. There with the real deal from Gary, Indiana. Commentary is that mix between poetry and comedy. So, what's the process? You just come up with something in your head, and what you get a sheet of paper, you sit down at the kitchen table. Give us that quick process, real quick, and then after that process, we'll let you go ahead and get into a piece. 
We'll bring some other callers on, and then we'll come back to you and let you do another piece and ask you some more questions. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that. I'd be at home probably just minding my own business or anything, and something will <laughs> happen, and it'll really probably struck a nerve or something that really bothered me, and then it, um, and then I have to write a poem about it. Um, for an example, I wrote, I used to see Murray Purvich and all the women looking for the baby daddy. And I said, man, hold on, I got to write something about that, you know. And I used to see all these white people trying to eat adventurous shit on TV, stunts. And some said, dear, what if one of them call you and ask you to, you know, try something? And that what made me come up with, a, you know, things and events that give me a little, and then I take it from there. Okay, with that, with that being said, brother, let's go ahead and kick things off. We're going to go ahead and kick off the show with you. Our feature tonight, Mr. Daryl, The Real Deal from Gary, Indiana. And after he's done, um, Sister Nina Purple Rain, we won't even comment on his poetry at this particular time. We'll go straight to the first caller since there's already callers on the line waiting. And for those callers who are on the line, um, congratulate this brother when you get a chance to get on. Let us know what you thought about you know, the poem that you heard him say as well. And, of course, we want you to do your piece too. Mr. Daryl, the real deal, king of commentary, you got the stage and the platform. Go ahead, bro. Okay. All right. Well, I got a lot of poems, but for people that never heard me, and they usually compare me to Dolomite and all styles, and I cuss a lot sometimes in my poems, you know. Well, so my first piece would be, I know I cuss a lot, and this ain't go. I know I cuss a lot, y'all. But believe me, I would love to talk clean. But for some reason, it seems like every time I don't cuss a motherfucker out, they act like they don't know what the fuck I mean. I mean, people be acting like they dumber than a motherfucker. They be acting like they can't hear. But soon when I cuss their damn ass out, they understand me very clear. It's like that's the only language they do understand. That's the only time they know what I'm saying. But if I didn't cuss the motherfucker out at all, they'd think I bullshit a plan. I mean, I'm not going to ask nobody nicely who's fucking with me. Could you let me have a good day? I'm going to say, motherfucker, if you don't want to get your ass kicked, you better get the fuck out my way. I'm not going to ask nobody who's been on me money for a while. Um, when is he going to pay me my cash? I'm going to say, motherfucker, if you ain't got some of my money, I'm going to kick your motherfucking ass. See, that's when they take me serious. That's when they start listening. But if I didn't cuss the motherfucker out at all, they probably wouldn't even pay me no attention. And I don't like repeating myself. I don't like my words getting lost. I know that every time I use cuss words in my vocabulary, I always get my point across. And I may not have time to be explanatory. My ass might be in a little rush. I notice I can save myself a whole lot of time if I just go straight out and cuss. But I don't cuss because I like to. Believe me, I would love to talk clean. But for some reason, it seems like if I don't cuss a motherfucker out, they act like they don't know what the fuck I mean. That's it. Real deal. G.I. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to the four-time national award-winning POET radio. This is Voices Behind the Pens. You just heard our feature tonight, who dropped his first piece. Now we're going to turn it back over to our lead host, Miss Nina Purple Rain, who's going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Nina? Yes, y'all. Let's get to these hands. Let's get to these hands. We got a couple of calls got their hand raised. We're going to get to them first. Okay. 815 if you hear you unmuted, state your name where you're calling from. It's Gina Storm from Joliet. I also have Mama Oladeji from Ohio. We're calling together because I'm the poetry Uber. Hello, queens <laughs> and kings. Good evening. P-O-E-T. I told you, y'all know this is home and it's Monday. The poetry and congratulations to your feature because he said he cuffs because sometimes he have to. And I'm going to salute that. And that's what I'm going to name my freestyle as well. So, Mama Oladeji, you want to go first, Ma? No, you go first. Okay, Ma. Okay. So, so, so she said beauty before age. Because usually it's age <laughs> before beauty. But I love her. <laughs> and this is why we do what we do. So your feature tonight, and I need him to understand this. He, he's in Indiana, and I'm in Joliet. And we don't know each other yet. But we just met through that piece, just in case he's confused about the math. So I want to be your sister, and my name is Gina Storm. I'm calling from Joliet, Illinois, and this is my freestyle because this is what I do on the mic. And he calls himself, please tell me again what is dubbed. Um, Cometry? Yeah, cometry, uh-huh. It's called cometry. Okay, so I do a thing where I freestyle around a piece that I wrote free previously, and I call that a key style because I normally freestyle. But I'm not using the piece that I wrote. I'm doing this one off the dome. So it's a freestyle legitimately. But when I don't do that, it's called a key style. So I love that because that gives me life. So I'm going to title my piece, Cussing. There was a time in my life when people would tell me this. You have a large vocabulary, so you must use it, miss. They would think that I would be remiss when I would be on a mic or I was writing poetry, and I would use colorful language so to speak they would be like that was too blue and it's not you you're cussing because you have a vocabulary but you're not using it boo and what i would say is it's more like punctuation i need you to understand this i have a vocabulary yes indeed and i will use it but sometimes i'm pissed and i have to say fuck you with my chest in my kevin Hart voice so that you don't miss it I'm not out here trying to hurt your feelings, sir, ma'am, miss. I need you to understand this. I'm using bad words because it's my punctuation, not because I don't have a thesaurus, nor do I understand that I have other options. The only reason that I'm cussing you out is because sometimes you don't hear me when I'm speaking the Queen's English. You think that I'm articulate and I'm talking like I'm white. Bitch, please. Suck on these. In the back if you want to. I don't mind. Please understand that this is what I mean. If I'm using bad words, it's because you put me in a bad headspace. I took my medication this morning, but I still know this is the case. If I rolled it, lighted it, and smoked it and feel like I was at ease, and then you come to me and you're trying to speak to me in a way that makes me feel like you are on something special, and I need to know you. And I don't care who you are, but I know who I am immediately. See, I'm not Gina Ladybug or Gina Butterfly, nor am I Gina Homegirl. I'm Gina. Let me just say it with my chest one more time. Gina, motherfucking storm. 
The reason that I am is because a storm is not the norm. You never know what you're going to get. It's unpredictable, just like me. So if I cuss you out, sometimes I need you to thank me for the privilege you see. My mother said, I'm the only person that can say things in a way that make you feel like, even though she bless your soul, you still are the one that was wronged. Hmm. And you're going to thank her for the privilege because it's just the way that she does and I'm speaking in a way that's rhythmic and it's not a song. Because if I was gifted with the ability to be able to sing a song, I wouldn't even talk. I would sing all of my conversations. But that's for not. This is just a freestyle on a microphone because I'm here at POET. And Black Eyes is the reason that I became a freestyle spoken word artist, you see. So I'm not out here trying to diss you, nor am I trying to make you feel some type of way. I just need you to understand that I have a vocabulary, and I use it every single day. But if I cuss you out, you push the buttons on me, they said it wasn't okay. Try Jesus. Don't fight me. I fight. I'm Gina Storm. In peace. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Your name is right. Jesus Christ. Did you all want to com- comment on her piece before I go? Uh-uh, yeah, go ahead and do this, guys. Let's, let's do this. Um, Kylie, um, since um, Enigmatic Mahogany is off today, um, you go first, and then Brother O, and then Nina, and then me. So it would be male, female, male, female, male, female, male energy. So you kick off the um, comments first, analog, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, okay, so I got this whole theme around uh, 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 Gina's freestyle. You know, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I just want to say I heard you because, listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Speak your truth. I had to write a couple of notes because, you know, you piggybacked off of Daryl the Real Deal. And and so the thing is, in the in the world of art, Miles Davis and Richard Pryor were two that I want to make sure that I say were both artists and activists. They were geniuses. They you know, and they both embraced the word motherfucker. Okay, so all I'm saying is speak your truth. So I appreciate your poem, honey. It was wonderful. Thank you, thank you so much, cuz I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Oh, hey, then how you doing, brother? Oh, no, Hello, brother. Oh, I know that that was more colorful language than you're used to from me, but please know that that lives inside you in a storm as well. Yeah, lies, lies, all of us. You know, we had that, that those moments where. With people get on your last nerves, and then you have to, you have to use colorful metaphors, so to speak. Indeed. Also, another expert cuss is uh, Samuel Jackson and Bernie Mac, Long Richard yes. Pryor, Miles Davis. Yes, oh yeah, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Mac, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I was reading some um, Samuel Jackson at this contest. And then uh, he, he said, if the if the one in contest, he teach how to use cuss words in fifteen different languages. So, yes, so we you know I'm a language. I know languages, so I can cuss you out in several languages as well. So I appreciate brother O because Omar has known me for so many years that we're not just Facebook friends. That's my brother, and I love him. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Language>. Because, <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I, I come, come from a family. I come from family cousins, so I know I know the deal. But uh, hey, you know, hey, once in a while, when you when you get mad, like, you, like you and me get mad, we, that mm-hmm. side of us come out. You know, that's yes, that's sir. part of being a human being. We're not there every day. We're not always there, but when we when we're pushed, it'll come out. Thank you, brother. All. Yeah, that was awesome. That's the awesome key key. What what the, the word key keystone key key something? No, no. If I wrote it, it would be a key style because it wouldn't be a oh, freestyle. Yeah, yeah. I keyed. Yes, I keyed it earlier and then I freestyled around it. But I didn't. I did that off the dome as a tribute to the feature this evening because. The fact that he owned the fact that he swears to me, let me know that it's okay. Because sometimes you have to. You understand what I'm saying? There was a real deal. You know, you're in Indiana, and he's in Indiana, and I'm in Illinois. We're we're very close neighbors to each other. So it's it's more a Midwestern thing than anything. But people have to understand that if you push us, your fault, not Mm -hmm. ours. Right. And let me just jump in, brother. Oh, we got a lot of callers on the line, so we're going to make these comments very short moving forward, so won't nobody on the line hang up. So I'm going to say my I love yous to Gina Storm right now. You are my baby. You are my girl. You are my sister. You are my family. And um, I can't wait to be in your presence and to see you again in person so I could just hold you or wrap my arms around you and tell you I love you in person. And you are so Absolutely. dope to me from the, from the first time I laid eyes on you even to, to, to this day. I got the same feeling that I had um, when I first met you. You are dope, and you are you, there's, there's, you are the incomparable Gina Storm to me. Don't make me cry, Nina brother. I'm serious. Nina. Black ice is too much. <laughs> Me and a purple ring. I see you soon and I love you. Okay. You know what? Uh, Gina, Gina's, Gina's yes. laugh just, just makes my dang on day. I swear, girl, your laugh make my day. I, ooh, I could just picture you in that damn air fryer, laughing at the damn air fryer. But I just want to, due to the sake, I can't, I can't give you no long drawn out speech due to the lack of callers that we got on the line, and they've been so patient. I just want to say, God bless. I love you, and we're gonna uh, get to Mama O. Come on, Mama O. It's your turn, baby. We're gonna go to Mama O. Mama Ola Daisy, the mic is yours. Okay, I'm glad I waited because Gina made me change my piece. So the name of my piece tonight is called Something for That Ass. Oh. These supremacists and Nazis need to learn to live and let live. Stop arresting and interfering with our development, arrested development. We have come a long, long ways from where we first came from and still surpass the privileged. If folks stop blocking our achievements like they burned down our Wall Street and fed our babies to the gators, We were hung and raped and castrated, fed us religious lies, withheld education and nutritious food. Slaves ate from the pig's trial, and still we rose up and overcame. Harriet Tubman sacrificed her life many times, 13 or more trips bringing our grandparents to freedom. So to say we wanted to be slaves is the biggest slap in the face ever. When now they have 
privatized prisons and are systematically delivering guns and drugs into the community. Police are trained to kill blacks on sight. We are still feeling the repercussions of slavery, the old and new forms of it. So, Kunye, it's your turn to combat slavery. What did you choose? Okay, we shall see. What will they say about you in history? Did you ass kiss or kick ass? Did you support the future, cause more damage, and contribute to the new slave tactics? Or did you help uplift us or side with unknown and known enemies? Did you embrace the enemies and blame the victims? See how confused we are? That's Monsanto. One person will burn both ends of the candle and sincerely be clueless as to how to address the real issues. Slave owners told us not to learn to read. We rebelled and we read so well. We got degrees. But when you let this system define you, you'll get a distorted message as they will blind you and watch them kill the messenger. You cannot make sense out of nonsense, and you cannot put a Band-Aid on a massive injury, so stop overanalyzing and intellectualizing. Move on instinct. Act without being reactionary. All you need to do is have something for that ass. See, I got a little something for the ass. One encounter at a time. Teach your children. Teach your neighbors. Teach your children. Teach your neighbors. Never let your guard down. Have a plan. No talking, no squawking. Just be ready if it comes to that one-on-one. Have something for that ass. Soon I got something for that ass that will make you break out like you had a rash. I mean, make you do the dash. I mean, make you dash. I mean, something real nice for those behinds behind the mask. I mean, those hoods, behind the hoods, you know. I mean, don't get me misunderstood, but, yeah, I got something for that ass. I mean, I got two things for that ass. I got a few things for that ass. It's patiently awaiting, no hesitating, no pump faking. I mean, I'm demonstrating. I mean, when you start violating, yeah, I got something for that ass. She's Mama Oladeji. I'm Gina Storm. Together, that was a fam bam. Thank you, POAT, for the opportunity. In peace. Yes, yes, yes. Mama O, Mama O, you always have the ability to teach, preach, and inspire the entire time that you said your piece. Me, me and my pen have uh, decided to, to, uh, to explore the subjects of, of we will no longer be content in our oppression or in our self-oppression how would you how would you feel how would you react if this were you you know you will no longer interrupt black history you know thrust fist but (laughs) yes mama oh that was phenomenal thank you thank you you're very welcome thank you gina for bringing me Yes, yes, yes. So I think we are going to uh, Nina Purple for our uh, next caller. Thank you, ladies, so much. Can't wait to hear more of your words. Okay, we're going to get to our next caller. Next caller, if you hear you unmuted, state your name and where you're calling from. We're going to get to this caller, 202-297. 
This caller used to be called by the name of King's Cadence, but now he goes by the name of Bear Soul. How are you, my brother? I am good. I am in the building, the hero, the teddy bears everywhere. Bear Soul. Me. I like I like your logo. I like I look like like the name. That's real. That's cool. I like that. I real that that's cool. That, that fits you. That real cool. It was a cool thing. Yeah. So did you hear any of our, our feature? Um, no, I came in a little late. I I had literally just got here. Um um when Queen Gina and um Mama O was spitting their pieces and I loved it. I'm sorry that I did miss it. Um I have to probably catch oh, okay. the other replay. Okay. So what piece do you have for us tonight? I know you got some hot stuff. You know, change your name too. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, I'm still um, I'm still on one. Um I got this piece called Remain Silent. Okay. The floor on the mic is yours. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You have the right to remain silent. You can't speak on injustices sleeping at home can get you dusted and officer friendly is now enemy and not to be trusted. No sleeping co-inhabitants is illegal in certain places reporting just for eating, walking, hooding, selling of CDs, driving, talking, shopping, weapons empty, knee to the neck. I'm sorry that we lost them. Hanging as if time was changing in the president number of the weapon of choice Forget our voices at what color were they aiming. The news, just the story of our life in shambles is true, man. The weight on our soul, we beyond the gym carry and flooded with tears and fears due to our human weight. Jim carry a show about our lives, fear water. It's called true, man. Never mind. If only you knew, damn, my hands up. So the purge initiated cops killing the getting major splitting of bait and hatred. Slammed against the ground, clicking of nickel plate. And this is war waging no more slave. And news kind of looking like war rain. It is greatness for sure raging, but we supposed to be broken, beaten to the core. We'll save it. We sick and tired of being on the wrong side of untrained misfires. Video evidence or otherwise windows and empty rooms getting more action and rulings than our black lives. But if that's a fact, then why? A hard race in this matching pace with every step that the protesters are taking. Screaming so loud as beaming, but now lacking meaning because the news is choosing to use the same footage of looting to take away from the depth of this movement. We want to be heard, but rage seems to be the slurring of words I'm wishing Cooler heads could be served, but I keep seeing the cop's knee on his neck merging. The anxiety burns emotionally inspired in turn. And again, the same image of the cops watching a black man die as he let out, I can't breathe as his final war cry. So inside, I want to break something. I'm thinking eye for an eye, but if it's justice when they're killing us, but acting though, they can't trust us. Should we brawl because he's missed? I can't crawl or be free to exist. Senseless to killing, and there was a time that I stopped speaking my mind and simply ball up my fist. I just want somebody to hurt like I'm hurt. Who knew something repeatedly flashed on TV to cause his own kind of PTSD? Because every time I see my own final breath is seeping, lighting up, I'm speaking it. I can't 
breathe. And mama, can you hear me? Did you hear me begging? Clearly, dearly, it wasn't my fear, but I feared passing before you were near me. Oh, no, I don't need y'all to cry for me. Not another breath I'll take. We've tried it your way. So by all means, let us rage that have remained in silence. And peace. Nice. Brother O? Brother O? Yeah, yeah. That was what nice. Think about that high piece. That <laughs> was nice. It, uh, their soul spoke about the rage and the pure frustration that we all feel right now. But the main comment I wanted to say is uh, it's tempting to do evil, return evil for evil. But as the Bible says, uh, do not overcome evil with evil, overcome it with good. <clears throat> The way we do that is to uh, fight for justice, get these get these uh, these laws changed, and uh, make a make and uh, make a respect our dollars and uh, continue to fight for our rights because war ain't over. It's far from over. We got to. Keep protesting, and we got to vote November 3rd. That's all I have. All right, thank you, bro. Nice. That piece wow. was hot. That piece was hot. What's your, uh, what's your Facebook page? Everybody wants to know what's your pay Facebook page. Uh, you can still find it at King's Cadence, K-I-N-G-S, and um, creatively spelled Cadence. With a K, K A D, E N C E. Okay. All right, Mr. Uh, King's Kate is better known as Bear Soul. That piece was off the chain. Thank you so much, brother. You don't have to go. We'll go get you some popcorn, something to drink, and just re enjoy the relax. I mean, relax and enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm with you. Guys, you have tuned in. You are tuning in to the four-time national award-winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. We're here each and every Monday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. We're here, we're here, we're here. We have our feature on the line tonight, Daryl the Real Deal. We're gonna get back to Mr. Daryl the Real Deal. We're gonna bring you on and ask you some more questions. We got some more questions for you. How about that? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I'm still here. Enjoying the poetry. Glad I'm not the only poet be out there cussing. <laughs> you don't. Hey, you broke the mold. You don't. You got everybody else following suit. <laughs> everybody else following your lead tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That is funny. You got you, you bring a cussing out of people I've never heard curse before. I swear. I swear. I swear. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> So listen, so, um, brother, we got a couple of more questions for you tonight, um, and every host is going to get a chance to ask you some questions. Let's go ahead and go to Analog Soul, and then um, and then you go ahead and get into another piece. I know Black Butterfly is on the line. We've got a few other people on the line. After he does his next piece, we're going to do a speed round, which means we're going to bring a lot of you on at one time. So I don't want you to think i got to hold on forever. Don't hang up. We're coming to you as quick as possible. Um, Sister Analog Soul.
Absolutely. Uh, first of all, congratulations again, uh, Daryl, on your the real deal on your uh, three peak. So I'm, I'm calling you Daryl, the real deal, the three peak right now uh, <laughs> on your uh, winning your commentary awards. Man, that's awesome. Um, thank you, Anna. Absolutely. I enjoy your work so much. Um, I have a, a couple of your um, albums right now, and it just, it never ceases to cheer me up every time uh, I, I put the CD in. Um, but I wanted to ask you, um, when writing poetry um, and, and comedy, because comedy does uh, need a certain amount of timing, you know, for your punchlines, is it, um, are you looking for those kind of structures when you're writing your pieces? No, to tell you the truth, mm -hmm. I'll be just writing like I always do, and, you know, it just come out, you know, a certain way, but, um, you know, then I, I, I exaggerate a little bit. I was told, you know, you can exaggerate a little bit, you know, and I just... <laughs> Put that in there and just kind of imagine, you know, some of the, um, you know, sceneries or something. Okay. You know? Okay. Awesome. Okay. So that's just the uh, the the natural brilliance of your comedic timing. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so my second question would be: Is uh, when you're at home? Uh, and and uh, you're not uh, Daryl the real deal. You're just Daryl, your your uh, wife's husband. <laughs> Are you funny around the house? Are you quiet uh, and reserved? What, what's it like behind the scenes? Yeah, well, behind the scenes, we believe it or not, I had my nephew over here yesterday, and he's saying Daryl the real deal need a reality show. Just watching him, you know, and um. And I tell people, um, if you got a cop not style, one, you got to be funny. And I usually be funny without me even saying a poem. And, you know, and then I just happen to use my good poet style and put them together. But you got to be, I think you got to be a little bit funny, too, you know. And I'm, I'm funny without the poems, mainly. Without the poems, I can be funny and hilarious, mm -hmm. even if I wasn't a poet. <laughs> I got you. Well, that is awesome to know that you are authentic, uh, you know, all the time. That's wonderful. It makes you an even better artist as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, and then uh, before we go into our uh, speed round, I did want to ask you, what's the biggest stage that you have been on? Like, you know, a biggest stage, uh, largest audience, however you want to interpret that. Hmm. Well, it is, um, well, hmm. I would say probably, um, I was going to say the holiday style when Damon Williams was hosting. That was my biggest stage, but I did do the Genesis and Gary when it was packed. But then I just did Vegas at a casino, and it was um, it was pretty packed. But I would say the holiday style was a big stage, and I'm always nervous before I go up, always, no matter yeah. what. 
<laughs> well, that I is was, phenomenal. You know. Oh, my God. I, listen, I love Always it. I love it. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I can't wait to see the uh, the documentary of your life. It sounds very, very exciting to me. So <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead because there are so, so many uh, callers on. Um, so I think, um, I can, you know what? Can we get a piece from you before we go into our speed round? That that would be the best way to, to top this part of the show. I with this one piece I was thinking about, and only because I be watching TV sometimes, and when I seen this on TV, I got disgusted, and I came up with this poem. It's titled "Don't Go on TV." It's like I'm talking to the, you know, it, this how it go. Woman, if you gonna get pregnant every time you fuck, could you at least do this one favor for me? At least have a damn idea who you think the damn daddy might be. I mean, don't go on national TV like the Merlin Purvis show and got five men taking DNA tests because the daddy you don't know. And what really is disturbing, when the results do come in, find out the daddy ain't neither one of the five men. I mean, that is sickening. That is so sad because a child really needs to know who the hell is his dad. I mean, we got too many deadbeat as it is, and you ain't helping the cause. You act like you'll fuck anybody, even Santa Claus. If that's the case, what's your number? But then again, I better not. Because if you fucking that many motherfuckers, no telling what the fuck you might got. I mean, I'm not saying don't fuck anymore, because we know that'll never be. I'm saying don't make a fool of yourself on national TV. Yeah, that's it. You know, I get tired of them going on TV and still got five men up there and still can't find a daddy. Hey, That's it. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> and all I'm saying is know who the daddy is, baby. That's all. You, you know. Five men, come on. I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our feature for this evening, and he's still got one more left in the chamber. Please stay tuned and listen to him, but we got a lot of callers on the line, so we're going to go ahead and go to the callers. Again, Daryl The Real Deal is our feature tonight. He is the three-time national spoken word award-winning poet, taking home three awards this year in 2020. So we're going to unmute three lines, one at a time. Caller, state your name and where you are calling from. Caller number one. Peace, love, and light. This is Alien from Chicago. Sister Alien, another 2020 National Spoken Word Award winner for Best Multicultural Artist. We're going to get into that in a minute. Second caller, come on, bring on. State your name and where you are calling from. Caller number two. If you are heard, you are unmuted, then that means you. Oh, yeah. How y'all doing? My name is Brother Word. I'm calling from Chicago. Just happy to be brother, here. In brother line. Word is in the building, and Brother Word is actually the newest member of the international POET family. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but let's go ahead and go to the third caller. We got on the line who this be. State your name and where you are calling from. Uh, 
Brother Duncan Ellison, I was blessed by the poetry, the funny poetry. Is the, uh, <laughs> that uh, the real deal. He really came. The first poem, I just, it had me rolling. I was talking about my daughter. She got a profanity problem anyway. But anyway, uh, yeah, and I like the way it went to the, from the from that to a little history poetry and then to the history to the way we are still in history right now having the same problem around the same circle of things. Yep. So I enjoyed all that. We definitely appreciate you, Brother Ellington. Hang on the line. That's our brother, bro- brother Duncan. He's an activist and uh, man, just an all-around good brother. Oh, okay, uh, I also want to say a member. One more thing. I want to uh-huh. just say one more thing. Daryl, uh, the real deal said a point for me right outside the uh, spoken word uh, award show. Just when I was trying to give him my card, he about the young men pulling up their pants. It was it was great. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. This brother also attended the awards too. That's talking right now. So let's go ahead and go to the next call and let's get the third poet that's out there. You see how fast we're coming to you, poets. So please don't hang up. We are getting to you as quickly as possible. So we got alien number one, brother word number two. Let's find out who we have as the third poet. Call us. State your name and where you are calling from. If you are heard, you are unmuted then that means that we are going to your phone line. Call us, state your name, and where you're calling from. KJ in the building. This is another brother who's calling in. He's also one of our newest members of Poet. If you don't know this brother's story, please look him up. This brother right here is a walking, living miracle. Um, Actually went to Simeon High School with me, graduated with me in 1990, but he was paralyzed um, in his junior year, correct? Yep. Yep, in his junior year. um, He was a football player for the high school, and he turned tragedy into triumph. Um, He is what some would call a quadriplegic, um, only being able to move what's above his neck. But again, he's a true miracle story. Kenneth Jennings with an S. Please research him and look uh, look out for him. And brother, stay on the line. Uh, But give us your feedback, what you've been hearing so far. Well, actually, I just been able to get on. I just just got to work with my caregivers, so I'm in bed now, situated. You know, that's always a blessing from all the difficulties I've been having. But I wanted to, I, I had to call in. I know it's for the tail end of the show, but I always got to show my support. That's right. Well, look, check this out. This brother travels the world doing motivational speeches and letting people know how they can make it, no matter what their situation is. And if this brother ain't complaining about anything and being in the condition that God blessed him to be in, and I say God blessed him, you would say, well, black guys, he's a quadruplet. No, God blessed him to do his work in the condition that he's in. If he ain't complaining, ain't nobody got a right to complain. So let's go ahead and go to that last poet. Um, I think it was one more poet out there. Nina, you correct me if I'm wrong, that wanted to get on the line, jump on the line and do something? Yes, one more. Okay, and I think it's I think that might be Black Butterfly. Let's see. Call a state your name where you're calling from. Uh yes, this would be Black Butterfly. How y'all doing? Black Butterfly. Okay, I'm sick of spoken word. I was sick to spoken word poetry. Look, we got two 
National Spoken Word Award winners in this speed round right here. And, of course, we got to talk to you guys after the speed round is over. But y'all already know the order, Brother Word. There's no pauses, no hesitation, no explanation, or no intros of your poetry. As soon as the person in front of you is done, you go straight into your piece. So here's the order. We got the Queen Alien in the building, Brother Word, and then we're going to um, in this thing with our queen black butterfly. Alien, you got the floor. Let's go. Being a single black mother is synonymous to your entire existence becoming a lifelong apology letter to your children from their father, who never signs his name after sincerely. He just overlooks your wording, attempting to make sure that you dot every I and cross every T because editing is his best effort to play daddy like he chooses to erase his responsibility and replace it with your overcompensating for his absence where periods were never placed, causing run-on sentences into explanations about how things ending between you and him does not excuse him from becoming exclamation points for his children like granting them feelings of security and affirming them in their times of need isn't a matter that should only be addressed by their mother. Being a black woman is hard. Being a black woman to children who are broken by their father's denial becomes a lifelong sentence in bondage for a crime that you did not do. But his lack of guilt becomes your judgment, and the verdict is that you will serve time observing how his injustices causes suffering for your children in places where you can never bail them out, in places where you are on trial, in places where apologies just sound like excuses for you not choosing a better route to produce a better outcome. Because although their father is the one that's on the run, you are apprehended by your commitment to serve time and ensuring that they know it's not their fault. In fact, being a single black mother feels something like tripping over your words to grant your children peace while waging war within yourself for not being able to be every single solitary thing that they need when your son hits puberty and long, awkward pauses fill spaces where conversations you can't hold slips away from experiences you have never had, pauses on moments where he can't call his father or call you dad because you're his mom and his daughter can't decipher between being used or loved because the first man that should have been her example has been reduced to a ghost that only haunts her intelligence and emotions. So you find yourself playing tug of war constantly between protecting your children and wanting to shelter them from experiences that will trigger lessons to prevent them from repeating the same mistakes that have brought you all into this predicament. Being a single black mother is the weight of an apology that your babies may never receive. It is the grieving of a love that they will never know. It is the lack of knowledge for questions that burn through their soul about why their father didn't stay to educate them on things their mother never could. It is staring into their little faces and seeing God and the devil play Russian roulette with their DNA. It's mentioning brief moments recalling times where they were hoped for, trying not to articulate how prayers didn't make their father stay. And staying wasn't a task that their mother could neglect, but their father's negligence produces her best and then some. Because being a single black mother means never taking breaks, unless the breaks are to destroy generational curses and decoding toxic traits, making amends where self-esteem is torn, and folding rough edges into new hymns and blending tears into embraces and taking the bitter and the sour to combine it with the sweet, trying to make a recipe without all of the ingredients, but knowing that you have no excuse because your children need soul food and you are the table, the plate, the spoon, and the fork may be missing, but being a single black mother means forever adjusting, so you do way more than just enough for them to never miss something or someone that didn't care enough to be present. Being a single black mother means being the gift when their father granted himself a permission slip to excuse their birthdays as insignificant. 
Being a single black mother means standing proxy for boxes that will never be checked and information that can't be provided on documents that their father are blind to and receiving diagnoses that he never made the time to offer his assistance in healing. So you end up becoming the bomb, the ointments, the sleepless nights and the appointments, the decisions and the answers, hoping that you never leave a stone unturned and no questions without marks of your presence, no indications that they are any less of a blessing just because you are a single black mother in peace. Word. All right, brother. Brother, word is on you. All right, let's go to Black Butterfly. Let's go, Queen. I'm totally spellbound at the sight of you, transfixed on your pitch. Each day you display your commitment to give me, give life new, new meaning. I can count the ways that you make me see different perspectives. Truly, truthfully or deceptive, you supply high definition to clear and rosy lenses. Your diction entwines with my palate wonderfully. You existed long before me, yet we have history. You challenged me in your phonetic entities academically. Got me feeling young and I'm sprung from the way you roll off my tongue with quick-witted quips. You make my lips do flip. The longer, the lovelier. The bigger, the better. Letter by letter, I spell you out. You give me swag and I brag on the fact that I can't control my gag if I take it slow. Slowly, swallowing is easy. Swallowing is easiest when you're the cleanest, and I won't choke if you keep a steady flow. Daily, you're my choice of choice of dope to help me cope. Your ear candy when configured into sweet nothings, giving away my secrets when I'm bluffing because you got me blushing. You're unpleasant to consume when spit from the pit of snakes. Even worse when you come come back at even worse when you come back to bite at a later date. Your contrast goes far to each uh, each end of the spectrum or meet in the middle. A lot a lot or little, you provide pleasure in pain, possess the power to paint pretty pretty pictures or splatter feelings of disdain. Every day you bestow every day you bestow me with a newfound joy. You exhibit the authority to create and build as well as destroy, change lives demeanors, atmospheres, and worlds of all men, women, boys, and girls. And yes, it's true that you've beaten me down a time or two, but I still love you like you have never hurt me. You still lift me and give me psychotherapy, speak for me, geek for me, tweak for me, write my poetry. You can definitely encourage the lowest spirit. You can be read, written, and understood even if no one can physically hear it. There is no way I could ever go a day without you. You take my last breath. So it's imperative that I choose widely, wisely, or I may as well choose death. All in all, I'm enthralled. All in all, I'm totally enthralled. Word. You will always have a way with me. That's it. Brother Word, are you unmuted? Analog so. Pardon me, I was on mute. 
Oh my goodness, that was great. So much fire. The the queen energy and these ink cans tonight. I am loving it. Miss Alien, once again, you have proved your name, honey. You are not from this planet. You hear me? You are not from this planet. That entire piece for me was summed up in that line that says, being a black woman is hot. <laughs> I'm going to need that on the T-shirt. Let me know when it's ready. <laughs> black butterfly. Oh, my God. So good to hear your voice. It's been a while since I've heard your pen. And, yes, of course, this was a wonderful way <laughs> for me to get that introduction back. That piece was wonderful. It had some ooh, some odd moments. And I said, ooh, did she say, mm? Yes, she did. But she <laughs> so I loved it. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, you know, I had to throw a little something that, you know, you know, uh, Get get uh-huh. your, get your mind going, but bring you back. I had to bring you back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Very well crafted, love. Very well crafted. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. All right. So, um, uh, are we moving to Brother O? Yep. I'm here. Awesome. Uh, uh those those pieces was were high. These are two of the uh. Two queens of Chicago poetry community. I, both of their pens, you know, these sisters are powerful and dynamic in their own unique way. And I want to say congratulations to them winning their award, respective awards as well. And um, it's good to have greatness alongside you. And uh, just, just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And these two sisters have supported me for several years, and I appreciate their support. And uh, just continue to do great things. Do both of you continue to do great things in this in this poetry thing, because you guys are gonna go far. Thank you, brother O. You're welcome. So that means I will turn this over to Nina. Man, look, first of all, I want to say congratulations to both of you, my sisters. I love both of you guys so, so, so very much. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, Black Butterfly, thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You made my day. You made my life. I just want to say thank you so much. And you are so very appreciated. I want to say just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, that piece was, man, thank you so much. That piece was powerful. That piece was awesome. I, I, I just love it. Um, I love you. Um, thank you so much. Um, I love you too. <laughs> I know it ain't nothing you can do about it, dog. Just <laughs> Um. I do. I, I for real. I told. I was telling them earlier on the show today. I got the best. I I got the best friends and family in the world. I swear to God, I do. Whenever I make a call, y'all know y'all come through for me. And I. Oh my God, I so appreciate it. I really do. I really, really do. And Miss Alien. Oh my God. I was over here shaking. I got y'all gonna stop making me cry too. Uh, Black Butterfly. 
I was over here. I got goosebumps, man. I swear to God, I got goosebumps. Alien, alien, man. We haven't heard from you in so long, sis. Oh my God, you just went in. Like, you just went in. I I look, you just made you 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 make me want to go to the lab and write all over again. <laughs> oh my God. Job well done, sis. Thank you so much. I love you too. And congratulations on your award as well. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm so I'm so proud of y'all. I love you guys. I really, really do. Ice, you got something you want to say to my beautiful sisters on the line? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I remember um when both of these queens came on the poetry scene. And just to look at them now, you know, and and <laughs> what God has done for them, what God has done for their gift, you know, they, they have always been phenomenal and they have always been amazing, but they have even grown, you know, in their gift and in their anointing. And this is just what you heard tonight for those who are listening and don't know these two queens, Alien and Black Butterfly. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. They are so much deeper than that, and they have their own stories. Um, for those who were at the awards, they didn't see the two um, at the awards. Um, Alien has a son that she's been caring for that's been, um, you know, battling some health issues. And so, you know, Alien has to watch herself and who she's around to make sure she doesn't bring anything home because this COVID-19, it's serious, um, everybody. Y'all know I work at a hospital. So I respect you, Queen. That piece was probably, to me, in my opinion, the best piece that I've ever heard. Uh, you, you recite that you had written. It really touched me to my core. You know, and I got, you know, so much respect for you. Uh, and I hope that you know that I love you. And uh, and God bless you, um, Queen. Thank you. If it's okay, because I, I don't want to take up the time. I know what it's like to hold. No, uh, uh-uh, we want you to say something. Uh-uh. Okay. I wanted to say, uh, first off, peace, love, and light to all of the hosts on the phone. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, peace, love, and light to the feature. You are hilarious. Oh my God, I was dying <laughs> laughing at your first piece, and you do remind me of um, what is his name? Dolomite. Way down in the jungle deep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like uh-huh. I like him, but I also wanted to. Uh, I wanted to give uh, honor where honor is due. Black, when uh, Ascension Divine dropped off the reward at my house and I looked at it, I didn't think about the fact that I had accomplished it. I thought about the details in terms of what went on behind it making it to my hand. And I know Mm. that, you know, people get extremely excited about winning awards and they think, you know, from my hard work, and I am a hard worker, but the people behind the scene that ensured that the award made it to its right its rightful owner don't typically get the honor that they're due. So I just want to say I salute you, Black Ice. I salute the poet organization. I salute the Spoken Word National Awards Organization. I'm grateful. I know that award was a real. It's a really nice award. I had to do a video about it. I went live and showed everybody. I wasn't so much excited about winning. I was excited about the care, the attention, and the detail that went into being able to do something like this. So I just want to tell you, brother, thank you. 
I see you, I appreciate you, and I value what you do for the spoken word community. Remain encouraged and stay focused. Thank you so much. And please share that video with me or tag me or something. I want to see it. I want to share it. I want to put it on the page, definitely. But thank you so much, Queen. Black Butterfly, let's go over to you. And um, you guys who are listening got to understand these relationships. You know what I'm saying? These are not just, hey, they're poets, we're poets. We have relationships with one another, you know. And, again, just like Alien, this sister would have been at the National Spoken Word Awards, but there was something that happened to her health-wise earlier this year. You know, um, going to the hospital, just thinking that, hey, you know, I don't feel too good. And then finding out that there was an issue where she had, uh, and I'll let you, matter of fact, I'll let you say it, Queen, because I, I don't want you to feel like, like I used to uh, uh, violating my HIPAA rights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no, well thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. But um, it has been like the last year within itself has been trying within my health. Um, I discovered um, four years ago that I was, di- I was diagnosed with diabetes. And, you know, I know a lot of people looked at me and they don't know, you know, you can't look at a person and tell what diabetes is. And sound. the crazy thing is I didn't even feel like, I don't even know what it's supposed to feel like, but I didn't feel sick. And, um, and even like a lot of the symptoms, like when I went to the doctor and I was going to my appointments and my doctors were asking me, like, do you feel this? Do you feel that? I didn't feel any of that. Um, long story short, leading up to almost a year ago, I had a heart attack. And then um, so I got, uh, you know, I had a, an emergency operation where I had stents put in and all of that. And then I started feeling uh, better. And then I was just like, well, you know what? I didn't realize how bad I was feeling until I started to feel better. So I'm feeling good and everything, and I get a clean bill of health from my doctor, and then I start feeling really, really bad again earlier this year, like in January, um, the end of January. And um, I go to the doctor, you know, I'm feeling short, shortness of breath, and uh, my chest is hurting and everything, and coming to find out that the stents that were put in were covered they got covered by scar tissue. So just as I went to the hospital, I was on the brink of having a massive heart attack because there was a 99% blockage. The scar tissue covered the stent. And so there I was again. I was back into the hospital, and I had to have open-heart surgery and ended up having a double bypass. So by the grace of God, I'm still here. I thank you all for your love, your prayers, everything that's been in Alien, you know, I know you didn't you didn't call, but you know, I heard about the uh, the prayer that you did for me. I heard you went in. I felt that prayer. I appreciate you. I love you, uh, Black Eyes. Um, I know you've always, uh, you know, you you don't say much. You don't uh, you're not necessarily there, but you're there in spirit, and I appreciate that. And um, you know, everybody that's just been out there praying for me, I appreciate those prayers. Because it's, it, it was a brutal recovery, but, you know, um, I'm doing a lot better. I'm taking better care of myself. I'm eating better. I'm losing weight. Um, you know, uh, 
you you can't look at a person and tell, like, you know, if they got diabetes and, you know, heart issues. A lot of people looked at me. You couldn't tell that I was, uh, I had these sicknesses and I tried to handle it. And before, you know, I, it got to that point, it just got bad before I had to like take some steps to get better. So, um, that's the reason why I was not there, but I was there in spirit. I watched it. I'm still here. I have a story to tell. So y'all just keep praying for me. I'm still here. I'm grateful for your life, sis. This is Alien. Mm. I'm grateful for your life. Yes. I love you, girl. I gonna stop I making you. me cry tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Many, many of you all didn't know. And see, all this was going on through the National Spoken Word Awards and COVID-19 and all that. And that's what made this awards this year so special because what was going on and what you guys didn't know was that about a week and a half before the award, Nina was in the hospital. And she just went to the hospital because for regular routine, she wasn't feeling good. And she ended up staying in the hospital, I think, for about two weeks. And, you know, with me at Stroger Hospital. And I'm like, make sure you come on my floor. And little, little did those who saw her doing the red carpet, she's in the cast. They didn't know that a part of her foot was amputated. Did y'all hear what I said? A part of her wow. foot was amputated. And wow. she's marching with us on the west side. She's on mm. the red carpet at the National Spoken Word Awards. And so when I tell you guys who are listening to this is more than just poetry for us. This is life. This is, this is us being obedient to our gift and to our anointing, still wanting and having the ability to speak life into someone else and to help someone else and trying to be an example. And God is weaponizing all of us. When he spares us, he's weaponizing us because he's allowing us to have a testimony in order to talk to somebody else about health and about issues and about problems and about how you can make it despite what you have gone through and what you are going through. So, again, I love both of you all. And at this time, I'm going to ask Daryl the real deal. And I know we got other callers. We're coming to you after Daryl's last piece. I'm going to ask you, brother Daryl the real deal, to close out with one of my favorite pieces by you. Daryl the real deal was another brother who had open heart surgery, and he has a powerful testimony. And brother, I I, I don't know, you know, um, you know, we got a lot of pieces, and if we haven't done it in a long time, you know, what I'm saying it's like uh, sometimes it fails our memory. But if you, you know, still know that piece, brother, I would really like for that to be your last piece tonight. All right, brother. Oh, definitely I know that piece, man. Shit. (laughs) You ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Name of the piece is title. I got to tell somebody. I got to tell somebody about how good God has been to me. See, first, if he wouldn't have woke me up this morning, standing right here, I wouldn't be. I mean, I didn't have open-heart surgery. I could have been dead underground. People, you are looking at somebody that God has turned around. I mean, I was into drugs so deep. There was nothing for drugs I wouldn't do. I stole from my mama and my daughter, and believe me, I would have stole from you. I pawned in everything I had, my jewelry, my clothes, my car. The trip part about it, I did all of this after I got this scar. But God delivered me from that madness. 
He delivered me from that hell. That is why before I say any poem, this poem here I got to tell. See, it ain't nothing that I'm ashamed of. It's not nothing that I want to hide. Plus, this feeling of gratitude is too much for me anyway to hold it inside. I mean, God has really been good to me. He has blessed me so much. I know he has also blessed each and one of you too. You can't tell me you ain't never been touched. Because the same God that delivered me, he loves us all the same. That is why we need to keep praising him and live up his holy name. That is why I got to tell somebody, don't know or care who it's going to be. But you better believe I'm going to tell somebody about how good God has been to me. Thank you, Ice, for everything, man. Thanks, everybody, for everything. That's it. Analog so. Standing ovation, man. That was phenomenal. Um, wow. Everybody has uh, touched me so this evening, and it was just like a buildup from the Queen, you know, their testimonies to your piece. A, a perfect timing. It, it was just perfect. Brother O. Hey, Dale, how you going? Brother O here, how you uh, doing? Oh, what's happening? Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, that, that poem uh, actually, besides funny, that's my favorite poem, too, so what you just what you just did. Being a survivor of three open heart surgeries myself, I can I can attest to the fact that I have uh, I have inspired people who have similar conditions to do ports and to speak their stories. And uh, my my motto is when I leave this earth, my motto is just because brother O. Because Brother O has survived, I didn't give up because of him. You know, that's what I wanted to be behind to, to see, to hear the poets have similar issues as mine. Reminds me that I'm not by myself either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we thank God every day that you're here. Every yeah. single day, just got to be thankful, man. Yeah. And he's one of the people that reached out to me when I had to have open heart surgery seven years ago. That 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 really that was really one of the most touching moments of my poetry career. So I appreciate. So thank you here, man. Congratulations. You too, uh, you too brother old oh, man. Number love for you, man. You too, man. I'm turning this over to Nina. Man, I, you know what? We are all on this phone survivors. I'm talking about survivors, man. It's, man since I knew about, you know, the, the first time that you, you know, went into the surge, I mean, to the hospital last year about your heart, but I didn't know about this year. I didn't know about that one because I know we all signed a card last year. But I didn't know about this year. Oh my God! I like I said, I just, I just, just so love you all because it is, it is. 
it's just like you all just represent strength and hope and courage. And like I said, I went, I got my foot amputated and my toe, half my foot amputated. But being around strong individuals and strong friends and family like you guys, failure is not an option. You can't do nothing but just be blessed. And, and, and you know, I just, I just, I just love you guys. And uh, man, Daryl, the real deal, you just really touched my soul with that piece. Thank you so much. Like I said, you so funny, but you, man, you just real. And I still talking about some. You sixty two. I want to see your ID. Uh huh. <laughs> but man, that was that was. I, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm gonna pass it over to my brother, um, Ice. Brother, uh, I really appreciate you coming on, featuring tonight, um, and I appreciate all those who were nominated and won awards um, who called in tonight. Um, this is the People Awards, you know, and um, when I started this award show four years ago, I was coming off of the National Poetry Awards, and I was actually creating a Midwest Spoken Word Awards um, before it was the National Spoken Word Awards. And then when a brother reached out to me, he said, Ice, I'm not going to do the National Poetry Awards anymore. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to change my award show from the Midwest Spoken Word Awards to the National Spoken Word Awards. I still, I didn't want to, you know, have, I wanted him to keep his brand. I didn't want his brand. I wanted something totally separate. Um, but, you know, like, we know what the Chicago poetry community has been like over the years, and we know the love-hate affair that has been with Black Ice. And, you know, so one of the things that I tried to do to establish the integrity of the awards was show the results every year and how this was a electronic computer-generated um, result where, you know, no one, everyone has the same opportunity as everyone else. There's no picking and choosing who I personally feel like I want to win. This is done by your fans, by your supporters, by the people that you get to vote. And Black Ice, any, no one from Black Ice production can vote. That's my wife and that's myself, okay? Um, Poet is not nominated for any category in none of the National Spoken Word Awards. So no one can say, well, Poet won because that's Black Ice's brand, blah, 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 blah. Now, the radio shows can be nominated because different hosts host different radio shows, but even they have to go against one another. So you might see two shows that are on Poet Radio going against one another, but you won't see Poet Radio nominated as a station in competition with shows or any other station. I did it that way for a purpose. I wanted people to know that this thing was fair, that there was integrity behind it. And, and again, we do something that no one else does. We show you the results, not only what you got, what other people got that were nominated to show you that, hey, that this is a fair award and Everyone has the opportunity to win, depending on how hard you want to go, how serious you take it, and how much of a fan base that you have, you know, and that's totally up to you. So, again, I thank God for you, Brother Daryl, the real deal, for being our feature tonight. 
Uh, I thank God for everybody who called in tonight. And we know we still got other callers. We're not about to end our show. I just wanted to say thank you to the king and the queens that have called in that were nominated in that one award um, tonight. I thank all of you guys. And um, we got much more to go from here, y'all. You know, this pandemic ain't going to last always. And if it do last, then we're going to figure out a way to operate within it. All right? Uh, With that being said, I'm going to turn it back over to Nina Purple Yes, like he said, I second that. Thank you guys so much for calling in. You guys are awesome. And this is a callers. You guys have been so patient. You're still waiting on the line. That is like the coolest thing. Uh, so, again, we want to just thank you guys for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award winner, POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pens. We're here each and every Monday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Just check your city and your time zone. You'll know what time uh we're on, and we like this is an award-winning Voices Behind the Pens as well. And I just want to just say congratulations to everybody. But we got one more caller that's on the line, and we're going to get to this caller uh, before we get up out of here. So 832-785, if you're here, you are muted. State your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Poetical Angel Queen. Also known as Mimi T. Davis. How are you? I'm fabulous. You ought to know that. That's great. Uh, Calling from Houston, Texas. And um, came to. Yeah, I guess you don't recognize my voice. Um, I am calling to deliver a tribute piece to a um, queen of poetry that passed away three years ago today from breast cancer and the piece is called Priceless All right, go ahead sister Florida Mike is yours The pain is searing my heart ripped out not because she's dead it's the manner in which she died All the horrific torture and lies she was told and endured before death came. It was a brilliant star shining God's light upon this earth, heart golden and pure. Of course she had her negatives, yet her positives far outweighed them. I have never loved and respected another woman as deeply and as profoundly as I did her. Don't get it twisted. It wasn't a gay thing. It was a sister thing. Our video chats near the end were priceless. I so admired her strength and courage. During these conversations, she would tell me everything the doctors were doing not doing their conversations with her. I was so livid, yet my hands were tied. She was there, and I was here. How I longed to just sit by her side, holding her hand to comfort her and bring her joy. Some things we were denied because of space, time, and money. Yet, She knew I prayed on her daily, although I was praying every single moment of the day. 
Our souls connected to a much higher plane. She often told me I would be the one to tell her story, giving me every detail. No words can adequately describe what she meant to me and the pain I now endure. Now that she has left us, I am comforted that she is free, dancing upon heaven's light. No more pain, no more heartache. Yet I mourn because she was a human treated like yesterday's garbage by the medical profession. How many years might she have lived given the proper care? How devoid of pain may she have been if given the right treatment and care? That is what haunts me now at night. Not that she is with Jesus now enjoying the heavenly kingdom, but how they did her so devastatingly wrong. Games, lies, horrific torture, all in the name of a cure they knew would not save her. More than once she expressed to me her race was a factor in her health care. The true monsters of this world wear masks of human beings, yet Look behind their mask and you will find hearts black as coal. They are as evil as the night is long. Walking dead for they have no soul. Be at peace, my dearest. I shall now carry the gauntlet of your story. I shall shout it from the rooftops. He was a human being deserving of compassion, respect, and the best medical attention. She was noble and regal, for she was a poetic queen. She was Strong Island, a.k.a. Cindy Smith Jordan. She was my sister and my friend. She was valuable to me and everyone who knew her. She was a priceless human being. Rest in peace, heaven, and in heaven, Sister Queen. Musings of Poetical Angel Queen, Mimi T. Davis, and peace. Man, that piece just really touched my heart because I lost my mother to breast cancer. Um, and, uh, it, 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 everything you said in that piece was true because we had to go through that with my mother. Like the doctors would talk at her, like not talk to her. My mother used to be like, you know, I'm here. Like, you know, you can talk to me. I'm here. And then like her job, I never forget when she first got sick, she had to literally write a, I still got that letter to this day. She wrote a 12 page letter to her job and to her insurance company that her job had because they was not going to give my mother insurance. They was going to stop her insurance that she was paying for every week out her check. They was going to stop her insurance because she had cancer. And they was like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, a they, they didn't want to risk it. And, you know, the, the bills, medical bills were going to be too high. It was just a lot of stuff 
that she went through. And it's like, dude, she's already, you know, she already has cancer. She has to fight this. Now, you know, you, 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 you making it difficult for her, for her to get the health care that she needs. So they finally gave it to her, but it was just like going through all that red tape just to get it was just unnecessary. And I just, I, I feel, you know, feel her pain and everything. And it's just like, man, um, I just want to say, like, still, I mean, even though you said it was like three or four years ago, I still want to say my condolences to you and our family as well. So God is good. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was three years ago today that she passed on and she had uh, stage four and they continued to give her chemo and radiation. They knew she was dying and they kept on uh, pumping her full of that. Um, stuff and as I said she uh, her name is Strong Island was Strong Island because she was out of New York and um, if I could have made it from Houston to New York I would have Um, but I was just absolutely livid because they knew she was dying and they used her as a guinea pig and I have hoped and prayed that her family uh, sought compensation. I don't know. I don't have connections with them any longer, but she was still a dear, wonderful friend of mine, and I made her a promise I would carry her story, and that's what I'm doing tonight. Well, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, What you're doing is so wonderful. It really is. You just keep her spirit and her hope alive, and you're doing a damn good job of it. God bless you, and I, I oh, my God, I respect you so much. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. I appreciate you. Most welcome. Blessings. Much love, everybody. P-O-E-T. <laughs> Peace and blessings. Yes, yeah, so everybody, we are going to... Before we get off the line, we're going to do, we're going to uh, go and we're going to, what we do every week before we leave, we do the whole speed round. But before we do that, we give like one positive word every Monday. We give one positive word. And then what you do is just reflect on that word. Like what, you know, what, what does that word like mean to you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Give like your positive feedback on the word. So the word for tonight is healing. So we're gonna start with with you, Daryl. The real deal. Give your give your uh, feedback on the word healing, and then uh, after you, we go to um, alien. Give your feedback on the word um, healing. Um, and I just I just call you guys' numbers out because I forget who phone who number go with. But yeah, we uh, right. so we're gonna start we with feedback, guys. When we say when we say feedback, guys, we want you guys to give whatever your word of inspiration is to those who are listening. Thirty seconds healing. Nina, go ahead and give the order. Okay, Dale, the real deal. You first. Okay. Well, healing, um, I believe that um, we have to, um, one scripture they say, so a man thinketh, so is he. And um, I believe that I have healing power in me. We have it. I see it all the time. I will cut myself. I see it go a scap. 
that's a sign that my um, healing power is active, it's working, and I try to keep it working by not disrupting it, and I try to do that by just staying at peace. Because when I'm at peace, any power I got is more power. It's when I lose my peace is when it might disrupt any power that I might have inside me, and that's my that's what I believe, and that's how I try to guard my heart by saying that peace. If somebody owe me money, so what? They owe me. Forget about it. It ain't worth my. It ain't worth losing my peace. Cause once I lose my peace, I think I lose my healing power and everything else. That's it. That's okay. Alien. Healing is a metamorphosis, um, not just physical. It's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's social, um, soulish, and it starts with self-accountability. It starts with being accountable for your health, whether it be mental, emotional, soulish, or spiritual. And uh, just a word of encouragement, it is an ongoing journey. It's not something... You don't reach a plateau when it comes to healing. Nobody can learn everything on the face of the planet. Nobody can access everything on the face of the planet within one one stage. It's a metamorphosis. It's, it's as long as you live, you are living and spend time healing. So to all of the callers out there that are listening, remain encouraged, stay focused, stay tapped in spiritually and stay attentive and remain accountable for the sake of your healing and don't don't down yourself. Don't expect your life expectancy to reach a certain point due to a certain age. Don't allow yourself to think that you should know certain things at a certain age. Don't allow yourself to think that you should have been done with certain behaviorisms or patterns or things of that nature. It is an ongoing journey. Just stay tapped in and stay faithful on the ride. Amen. Next would be seven seven three eight five two. Seven seven three eight five two. You still on the line? It's analog soul. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you next is right. No problem. No problem. So healing, a cut, a scrape, a wound, a break. They all heal. They heal because the creator made our bodies to do so. So that means that your mental, your emotional, your physical, and your spiritual wounds will also heal. Just give them time and give yourself time. And log so. Yes. Next is Kenneth. Okay, well, healing. Healing is, is start from within. Healing is about having confidence in self. Healing is having a positive attitude. Because I don't care what you're going through, if you bring a positive attitude in, you're going to be able to heal from within. And let God lead you and let God take over and everything is going to be all right. And what you have to do, you have to become the CEO of your own body. You have to be the advocate for yourself, to heal yourself. Doctors only know so much, but they can learn from you or telling them how to heal you. So healing starts with being in the confidence and positive that you have in yourself. That's it. 
Poetical Angel. I think we connect into the healing powers by heal, um, connecting to God through prayer and um, by doing that, um, he uh, transmits healing through that uh, connection of, of prayer. You know, it's upwards to God and downwards to us. And that is um, the energy, the source of all healing is through um, God Almighty, Jesus Christ. Brother O. Being healing is a combination of attitude, diet, and uh, discipline and doing things in moderation. The healing, our bodies have the natural power to heal. We have to give it time. As the uh, old saying goes, all, all hurts take time to heal. Some longer than others, some shorter than others. Either once you get healed, whether it's spiritually, mentally, or physically, you'll feel a lot better. And uh, always one of my favorite scriptures I live by is, by his stripes, I'm already healed. Whenever you're going through a challenge in your health, you gotta pray that healing scripture, and I'm a living witness. That scripture has, uh, has healed me time and time again. So that's my, my viewpoints on healing. I believe that healing comes from within. I mean, you, you, you. It, it, it's like prayer. Prayer, prayer works. Prayer works so much. A lot of people are like, you know, like they say, you can't pray a selfish prayer, but you can't pray a small prayer either. You have to pray for what it is that you want God to do in your life. And healing, like I said, healing comes from within. Healing, with healing, I've learned over the years that with healing, with everything that I've been through, it it, it brings me strength. It brings me hope. But most of all, I, it keeps it keeps my faith intact. Keeps my faith strong. Um, and I just want to say to everybody out there that's going through something, you know what I'm. I mean, if you're going through something, healing is. It's good. You know, you have to pray. You have to you have to believe and, and know that everything is going to be OK. And uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my take on healing. So, Brother Black Eyes, what's your take on healing? What you so what you say? Well, well, healing is the surface of a very powerful foundation. But let's talk about the foundation before we talk about healing. Healing is a breakthrough, but you can't have a breakthrough unless you've already been broken. And this is the stage that needs the most prayer, needs the most hope, and needs the most needs the most most faith. When we look at the Word of God, there was a woman who who said, "If I can just touch the hem of His garment, then I'll be healed." So if I just have a little faith, if I have just have faith the size of a mustard seed, 
It could move these mountains that are in my life, the mountain of drug addiction, the mountain of alcoholism, the, the, the mountain of depression, the mountain of um, being frustrated, the, the, the mountain of what we call failure. If we could just to touch the hem of his God, garment, if we could just get a little bit into his word, if we could just really learn what faith is, that's true healing. Faith is true healing. Belief, belief is, is true healing. So when we can believe and have faith, that's when we will truly be healed. Nina Purple Rain. Guys, that was that was uh you heard from all our hosts and all I mean all our hosts and all our callers, I'm sorry, about the word healing. Each and every week we have a positive word that sets up, you know, that, that we go out on every week. And uh I, I like this. I really love that we started doing this. And I think this is the coolest thing. Uh you I've heard guys have been listening to the four time award winning national uh Four time I'm sorry, POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pins. Like we said, we're here each and every Monday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. Uh, we would like to thank everybody who has called in and shared your powerful words, your amazing stories. They're the real deal, man. You are off the chain. You're going to have to come and visit us and be our feature again. You're going to have to be one of our guest hosts or something on one of these Mondays. Because you are too hilarious and you had us f- laughing too hard. <laughs> thank you. And you know what? You. They say they they say laughter is good. And that is a part of healing. Laughter. I swear it is. Like you said, laughter, like I said, peace, keeping the faith, prayer, all that is a part of healing. And we just want to say thank you for coming into our lives and making us laugh and cracking us up. We just so appreciate you. You just made all our day. And uh yeah. So uh, until next week, guys, call in. Same bad time, same bad channel. Uh, Alien, please call in more, sister, whenever you can, if you can. We miss you so much, and we really, 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 really miss that power that's coming from you. So I'm please, if you can. Too, so if you want to consider featuring me. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I ain't scared because I don't featured you before. I ain't scared. I am not scared. So, guys, that's on the phone. Uh, yeah, I the, the guys is on the phone. This, this yeah, this be our feature next week. How about that? What you say, brother? Cause I feature her before. I she think I'm scared. I ain't scared to say it again. Right. I say I let I say before we make any independent decisions, let's talk it over with the host first and then get back to everybody okay. after that. We are lining we are lining up our features though for uh. Uh, October and November because Poet Radio is about to turn 10 years old. And so oh, wow. we are li- we are lining up all of our features and definitely we definitely we definitely got to get our, 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 our sis on. But um we'll talk about a date um with that being said. Other than that, Nina Purple Rain, turn it over to you. We out. All right. Yeah, sister so yeah, don't don't think we scared cuz we already I think was talking about it. We just got to give you a date. But yeah, we're going to definitely do that one. But in the meantime, if you can between time, please call in every Monday. We miss you. I'm talking about when you was reading, I got goosebumps and tears literally started rolling down my eyes. I was going to do a, a a last piece. You know how, how you know she was reading? No, but I'm saying you know how she was doing her. <laughs> 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 
Hey, she was doing her piece. You know, you've been, I'm pretty sure all y'all poets been there before. When you want to do a piece and then you get a, you hear a, a poet that come before you or something like that. You're like, dang, they make you change your piece and won't make you want to do something else. That's what you show just did to me tonight. I swear to God, you just gave me goosebumps. I want to say God bless you, man. Hug the babies, kiss the babies for us, man. We, man, until next, next, next week, guys. Good night. God bless you guys and good night. Good night, everybody. Good, good night, night, everybody. Stay good night, everybody. God bless. Stay safe. I found out with us.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.